You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. We are live from DIA in Scottsdale, Arizona. Blake, welcome as always. Yeah, uh, gotta check my heart rate. It's been a little bit stressful, but uh, it's good. It's here. People are happy. Everybody's smiling. I think the bar uh, doubled its profits last night on the usual Thursday night. So, uh, but it's good. Yeah. So, and then today you've got some buddies of mine that I met you guys in Charlotte with Dr. Rick Capitan, yeah, uh, group, but. Uh, Ken Barner and Dr. Mike Ursu with Zimmer Biomet. They are literally the kings of education. I love what they're doing. These guys I like are, that. They, you know, they had me lecture at their uh, Zimmer Biomet Institute, and I'm a big fan of these guys. And they've been around the game for a long time. And uh, Mike, you've worked with a few different implant companies too, right? I have, um, yeah. but now I'm with the right one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually doing using this as a recruiting trip to uh, bring them on over to the BioHorizon <laughs> side. So somebody's getting fired here. We just don't know which side it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. My name is not Ken Varner. Let's change that for a second. <laughs> well, guys, welcome. Uh, it's really nice to meet both of you. Can you guys tell uh, the audience a little bit about what you guys do specifically for Zimmer Biomap? Sure. Um, Mike, you want to start? So I am the Global Associate Director for Professional Relations. Uh, my main goal is working with our HCPs that we have out in the field and globally uh, for speaking and then liaisoning with our associations like DIA and the traditional ones also. Uh, in addition, I run all the regional programming that we do through Zimmer Biomet. Hold on one second. You may want to explain what HCP means. That's an <laughs> internal term that we use. <laughs> so, yes, uh, healthcare provider. That Those are our KOLs. Yeah. Um, I'm Ken Varner. I, I've been with the organization for about 17 years, so I've done everything from carry a bag to now running education globally for the organization. And that consists of our university presence, um, our associations that Mike talked about, our regional-based programs. We have TV studios. We do a lot of uh, web-based education on demand, as well as our our industry-leading Zimmer Biomed Institutes. We have six of them around the world. So the real question is, what's your uh, um, status with Delta? Uh, Diamond. I would imagine so. That's how you know how much a man works. It's with the big boys. I sit back and coach all the time. It's, it is what it is. The common but, folk. That's nice, though. Yeah, I will have to say, you know, uh, Zimmer being by Horizons competition, you know, frenemies, uh, y'all's education has been a thorn in my side forever. You guys do an incredible Glad to hear. job. With it. I'm sure you are, yeah. At the Institute's, like, you know, when, I, when some of the guys were competing on accounts, it's like, oh, I'm taking you know, my referrals to the Zimmer Institute, they always come back and, and had a great time and learned a ton. So kudos to you guys, begrudgingly, but no, well done. So, hey, there really isn't competition. Let me touch on that for a second. I mean, when you look at the industry itself, um, when you look at people who have means and have access to dental care, right, and who are missing partially a dentalist or missing a tooth in some way, we're, we're penetrating about 9% of the industry. 9%, man. I mean, so when you talk about uh, competition, you see this as of late, this restriction or this constriction of the industries, people acquiring other companies, it, there's still going to be an expansion out there. There are going to be, you know, in 20 years from now, the company that's leading probably, you know, is going to be some morphed version of one of the existing companies. So there, there isn't competition, man. You guys are out there. You're teaching people how to place, how to restore implants and change people's lives. So kudos to you. You're doing it the right way, too. So I actually, I, I love what you just said right there because I do believe this, like everybody... 
you know, bitches and wines about Clear Choice. I, I focus mainly on Full Ooh. Arch in my area. I love Clear Choice because they have led the way in educating patients. So yeah. it's actually increased demand for those well, procedures. We actually get to ride their tails on all their marketing on TV. Oh, no, think about it. Yes, yeah, so uh, everything on TV. They're paying like yeah, no, like forty k a month per office. Wow. So when you hear the doctors come into our full arch courses, by the way, it's available at Zimmer Biman Institute. Um, <laughs> when we do these courses, right, people come in and go, "Oh, I'm, I'm I've been practicing for twenty years, and so why are you here today?" Well, Clear Choice opened up around the corner and I'm worried. And I'm like, what are you worried about? You are advertising what? On water bottles, on the, the bus stop with your picture on it. And that's all you're doing. Clear Choice is going out there and they're doing ads direct to consumer. Your patients are going to come in with quotes from Clear Choice and say, hey, I don't want to leave you. Can you do this? Sure. And we see that. We and how do you the think market. That, that marketing is changing? Like, Are you seeing that there's an adaptation to this and that you know the market's starting to adapt to the digital ads and stuff or are you just seeing that there's just a big gap like we're just not even there yet for the single no, practice i mean the gap's been identified and now you can focus on that gap and then more well, people are doing them so think about it it's, it's not because we're education i'm not trying to be biased here but everything is education you know the implant industry is 30 plus years old i mean it's it's young right when you went to a consumer and you talked about implants like 10 years ago, they were like, it's kind of like a wood screw you put in your jaw. It, was, it, it wasn't really vetted out now. Now it's become the standard of care. So now if a patient wants to know about it, they go online, right? They listen to a podcast. They can learn whatever they want. There's a lot of information out there. So I think the direct-to-consumer is the way to go now because it's a more educated consumer, right? right. Um, and you're looking at, you, you pick up your phone, that's your Bible, man. You got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got everything there. And you can find out quality information about dental implants and see, by the way, it's the most successful implanted device in the world. Now think about it. Orth Zimmer Biomed is the number one pure play orthopedic company in the world. So when it comes to knees and hips, that's us. If you look at all of our implantable devices, you look at pacemakers, you look at everything else, nothing has a 98% success rate. Dental implants does. So I think that's where you have to shift back to direct to consumer. Now, now that you're saying that and you see that this initiative is changing, there's a vast appetite for education. How has that changed your strategies in Revivement? How are you guys evolving as the education and the audience changes? I mean, look, you're here with a bunch of millennials. Yeah. Everybody's on their phone. No yeah. one's, I mean, they're all no. talking and taking selfies. You know, so this is a total different demographic and it's not that cookie cutter in court, you know, show up at a little study club on a Saturday night at the steakhouse, at house steakhouse, whatever. So how have you seen the change and what are y'all doing? You know, well, to, to, first of all, let me just say for us to share the strategy would be like you asking Belichick what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. comfortable. I'm comfortable <laughs> knowing that Wait, we, we have. We got to get him some booze first. <laughs> so, yeah, we should have. Yeah, no, no. He, I was looking for a Bloody Mary. No so one brought me one. So. I'm going to give you the same strategy that we tell our board. When we ask for dollars and we ask this, it, it's pretty basic stuff. And I, we just heard a great lecture. Michael Picos, come on, Dr. Picos, yeah, right? Yeah. Phenomenal. He's, he's amazing. He made a comment, right? Like, you're not going to learn on a video, right? You got to learn in a hands-on situation and skill development, which he's right. But he's also slightly wrong in that situation, not to ever discount somebody uh -oh, of that status. Uh -oh, but, shots fired. But, so, but let, let me explain why. So when you look at the fundamentals of learning, I don't care if you're riding a bike, you're placing an implant, you're baking a cake, whatever it is, you have to go through steps, understanding the theory. Then you have knowledge acquisition. You're standing at 500 feet collecting information, right? Then there's technique review. You're watching really close, repetitively, over and over and over again. 
but then you got to move to skill development. And that's our strategy. So it's no secret here. We've created hybrid education where you can pick up our app on the App Store or Google. Um, <laughs> Zimmer Biomed Dental. Zimmer Biomed Dental Education app. We have these things called Pathways courses. And they're hybrids. So what happens is you watch five videos learning the fundamentals. Then you go to an institute course. So what happens now is you get to the institute course, you've done your theory, your knowledge acquisition, your technique review. Now you just need skill development. And it's it's interesting. If you look like, like golf, everybody likes to golf, right? Some people pretend they golf Absolutely. like me. Blake pretends he golfs. He's I think, terrible. I think that's all Shane does. I don't actually you know pretend? Well, you know, like I pretend that I don't golf all the time. Well, that, that, it's, not, it's not what's your status at Delta. It's what's your handicap. If they're a scratch golfer, they don't work that hard. That's how you're doing. I grew up playing, so whatever I tell you, I'm sandbagging. There you go. So I'm never going to bet with you. But think about it. If you went out and you just watched Tiger Woods for 22 hours, and then you got up there and tried to hit a golf ball, you're going to fail, man, right? It doesn't right? work that way. It doesn't. It, you got to go through these steps in order to be competent and eventually proficient. So to summarize, our strategy is simple. We're using everything. We're getting the theory to you on the web. We're doing it on our app. You can watch it online. You can watch it repeatedly. All of it's CE quality courses. And then at that point, once you get comfortable, before you practice on your patient, come practice on ours. We got six cadaver labs. We got six simulation labs. That's it, man. That's our strategy. Yeah, and people learn different ways too. So each each right. platform, somebody's right. going to connect with better. I would I would actually call it. We have a blended learning type of activity. Blended. That's blended. the new coin term right now. Well, you're I'm hearing it be, a lot. I'm no. trying to be hip hip and that, hey, You got right? it, man. So Mike, the fact that it. you said you're trying to be hip just says <laughs> speaks volumes. I'm, just <laughs> I'm trying to be hip, dude. No, it, it is. You know, blended learning is the thing. It's now I've got to be. I got to accommodate their lifestyle. They're not going to come as, uh, to these events as, like they used to. No. And, and I think that's, you know, part of the DIA success is just there's a community around it. So if there's not a community around it, like cult following, you're really putting a lot of work in to put butts in seats. And that's been the hardest issue. And a lot of KOLs right now don't understand that. I mean, I've found like the older generation, a lot of these big names, they don't understand that it takes a lot more work and a much lower price to get someone in those seats nowadays. And it, it's just tough. And so you've got to be adaptable. Instagram, Facebook, you, it, podcast, where it is, you've got to hit all mediums based on different percentages and what your strength is, you know, own your art. But at the end of the day, you've got to blend and be a little bit everywhere. You got to be flexible if you're not. I mean, you see these guys who say, I'm putting on this four day continuum. It's $22,000. Come watch me. Right. And, and when they don't get to touch anything or do anything, I mean, like, again, you can't get to competency without falling on the off the bike, scratching your knee, and getting up and doing it over and over again. Repetitive, right? Yeah, because you can't learn it all at once. And a lot of times you come back to information that you heard once, but didn't fully grasp or understand. And now you're, oh, that's what that meant. Well, I, I can tell you this. Once we have somebody who comes to an institute course, there's the acceptance rates of coming back again is what? 40%. 40%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a buddy here, Paul Anderson. It took him to, we have Teeth Express courses for Full Arch. Great programs, great courses. He's gone to three or four of them, and it always brings back new referrals because it's a changing game, too, all the time. Yeah. What we know or was taught a year or two ago, that's going to change tomorrow. Yep. And exactly. you got to stay up to date with that, too. Yeah. yeah so what, um, who was the first speaker? Um, Carlos. Carlos, right? He, he, he talked about that. Like, he was saying, look at the data, look at the studies, look at this. 20 years ago, it's irrelevant. Materials right. have changed, right? I mean, like, you can't quote, here's a sinus lift study from 1998, right? And if you're looking at techniques... 
those materials aren't around anymore. If they are, right. there's new materials, right? There's other things out there. So you got to be mindful. You got to change with the industry, 100%. So, all right, let's get to the juicy stuff now. All right. Yes. Let's, you guys manage KOLs. Yes. And the education program. Who's the biggest diva you've had to deal with? Uh, Blake. Oh. Blake. His name is Blake. <laughs> that ain't. We knew that answer. That's uh, not happening. No, 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 no. But, but, you know, what is that life like? Because you're really... You know, KOLs have no idea how demanding they are. At the end of the day, they don't. They have no idea. They think the world revolves around. We love them. I look. I speak. I get it. I understand. And you know what? How do you find a balance to manage that relationship long term? As you know that look, they're going to beat you up in the beginning. You've got to build this long term, multi year strategy with KOLs. You know what's that like? Do they become friends? Or is it just strictly a job? You know. And, I mean, I'm, I'm be honest. Mike does a lot of this. I've seen him in the trenches, smooth, sweating bullets all smooth. the time. Every course, I see him in scrubs, running around like a madman, like I'm doing here at DIA. So I get it. I can empathize. Yeah. So I've been doing it a really long time, right? This is something that I did from the very beginning. Um, I've been called the the whisperer. And he is. And my my goal with our HCPs is setting goals making sure expectations are correct. Because if you have a completely unrealistic expectation, then you've already set yourself up for complete failure and honesty. And I am very good friends with a lot of them. And, and it does help because we want to have people speaking for us who we like. I, that's who I want. And so people work with people they like. Well, 100%. exactly. I mean, I don't want to be around somebody that's just horrible. Well, and, and I mean, why are you guys here? Yeah. You guys wanted to see the, the new evolution of speakers right well, and thing, let me right? tell you this I, I gotta say this is a smart recruiting trip it's brilliant because you're getting the young up and coming. yeah well that's really the whole idea we wanted to see what was going on here we heard big things from last year um and, and the other thing is that when we look at people who we have speaking for us if they're not into what we're doing if it's simply just a you know a thing that they want to do they, they want to get paid twenty thousand dollars and i'll tell you something this new group of people have very different expectations of how they're going to be utilized as an 100%. HCP and a lecturer, completely different. And what's neat about it too is, and, and we try to explain, so I've met with a lot of brands, you know, and all these big companies are trying to understand the ROI of digital, right? It's hard to measure right now, especially yeah. with social influence stuff. But now, you know, my big pitch is like, look, you're getting rid of a lot of the egos. They're very excited to share about your product or work with you. Like it's an honor to them. And this, this group in this room, I mean, there's just no divas. Like they leave your ego at the door. And so that's what I like about this community is that, you know, not, not only that, you've got what, 10, 20, hundred thousand followers. So every day they can be influencing and sharing their story and journey. And with social media, it's very natural. It cannot come off scripted. It has to be organic. If it's not, people don't care. They won't ever buy well, value. With that I would look at this. If, if I have a hundred thousand followers, I'm touching more people on a daily basis than the greatest lecturer that lectures all over the world every single year. That, period. Bloody 100%. <laughs> yeah. Bloody tooth. Where is he? Is he here? I know he's here. I mean, <laughs> seriously. So, so when you talk about these HCPs and, and how we work with them, right? You know, the interesting thing is the same people that are working with our R and D team, are the ones that are we're, we're encouraging to go out and speak. So early on, we changed our approach a couple of years ago. So 
when we're working with Rodrigo Neva, phenomenal speaker, right? Rodrigo Neva is also working with our R&D team on the next product that's being created. They have to have skin in the game because I can guarantee you, if it's just you're paying them $20,000 a day or whatever it is, in, in 12 months from now, when that contract expires, right? BioHorizons does this too, you guys feel this pain. In 12 months from now, they're gonna come back for another $20,000, where is if they have their name tied to a product, I mean, most of the time they're willing to talk for free. Hey man, let's motivate this. This is my life's work. This is my science. These are the eight studies that I put together. Sure. So it's how you partner with them, and it's truly a partnership from that perspective. Skin in the game yeah. is smart. You get the everybody works harder when they have equity in something. Yeah. Always, right? right? Money's money, and that's fine. But they don't own any of that. They're just getting paid. They're they're gun for hire. So I like that perspective and that that well, strategy. Shane, Shane's done a nice job with that. You know, I, Shane, I respect. I learned a lot from him actually when. Um, Building stuff and implementing comparison, I've always been shoot ideas by him and stuff like that because his motto is, you know, I'm going to help you with marketing. I'm going to help you build your courses, your curriculum. He invests in them and, and says, like, look, I don't, I'm not just a rep and you buy things and I give you an honor. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go with you side by side. Let's figure out how to do this and build your brand and stuff. And you send a lot of business to other companies. If it's just not right, you're just like, you know, look, man, this is a better pathway for you. It is what it is. And so I like that, 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 that friendship and support and kind of the whole encompassing thing of adopting altruistically self-serving if yeah. i can help you do more implants i can sell you more implants that's a that's a t-shirt yeah that i like I know, that right? You're gonna trade well here's the other thing that i would say and how we look at it is that if i have a speaker we do not have any exclusivity rules we have a speaker they use other things too oh, we were just talking and, about and, uh, the speaker the other day who's like oh, yeah, yeah they tried to yeah. we won't mention the company right so i'll but, mention it. i don't care <laughs> but here's the deal I think that our speakers who actually use other things but choose to lecture for the products that we have actually makes them better. And well, I think it makes them more, more credible. Yes. It's more credible. It's genuine, right? Absolutely. When they're up there talking yeah. about, hey, I use BioWAS in this situation for years, and I still mix a little bit with this because I like the way it comes up on the x-ray. It's fine, man. Hey. And that's exactly the way that social media is. Uh, create transparency through all this. You can't fake it in, in that side of things. You can go on stage and do your little commercial and say this, but you know, take care of all these companies, but social media is pretty transparent. So you either organically work with them naturally or they've obviously paid you yeah, for it. You know what's funny? It, 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 social media does force a unwanted level of honesty, right? Oh yeah. Because you can only, can I curse on this? Yep, fine. Yeah. You can only bullshit a bullshitter so many times. When you start looking at it and go, what the, Dude, that's Photoshop, right? Like, I mean, that's crazy. It's the same. That's not your case. That's not just. So when you have 100,000 followers, right, you have 200,000 eyes watching your crap, dude. When you try to bullshit somebody, yeah. you're called out. And immediately, and guess what? Yeah, your followers and you will you. get called out, too. 100%. There's plenty of trolls out there anyways who will throw you under the bus. Oh, but, you know. In a heartbeat. And But you put it out there, it's it's up for grabs, man. Anybody can say whatever they want. That's what I love about it. Yeah. You're just you're naked out there a lot of ways. So I think that's why all these guys here have so much respect for all these guys here is because they've taken the risk of putting themselves out there that way, uh, completely transparent on every level. And, you know, Blake always talks about this. That's what's good for the companies now. And I think yeah. that's, you know, that's what I like to see with companies that I buy from outside of dental, right? Is, well, who are you really? And like, what do you really do? And what do you really stand for? And, and who are you? Because I want to work with companies that I like the people there, not this, you know, faceless, you know, logo. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest change from a corporate perspective I've seen. No, and, and to echo that, you know, here's what's happened. There's it, Instagram became big in travel and tourism. And then all these influencers said, oh, pay me all this money. I'll show up at your resort and I'll post about it. it the tour, travel and tourism just, they gave up on it. Like influencer strategy is terrible. 
And then you start seeing this movement in dentistry. You're like, oh, what's going to happen here? You know, this could go, this could get ugly. It's a double-edged sword here, right? And now these people have tr truly built a following based on their honest opinion clinically and what they're their feedback and what they're doing and stuff like that. And now these brands are reaching out and a lot of it's brand, a lot of them are brands that are just, they're not working with at all. So they're trying to create a strategy versus the brand they already use forming this partnership with them and it being a little bit more natural and organic. And so the whole inspiration of DIA was like, let's put all these people in a room. Let's find out what brand they work with. Let's like teach a breakout. What brand do you like to use? Okay, we'll call them and we'll find a way to get y'all to work together and they'll support you so you have materials and stuff. And so one of the big things that we want to try to preserve is like, don't turn the dental Instagram into this like pay for content bullshit. Like yeah. it should be organic and become a true uh, education medium. And it, that's what you're seeing in this room, these community. It's like a giant fucking reunion, right? It's really cool. Yeah. Well, for me, it's almost, um, it's a discovery because I'm meeting people here that I didn't necessarily knew, know that they were using any of our products. Right. And all of a sudden, they're popping I, I, I up. I just and said Dr. Uh, Nader Sleep, right? Yeah. I just said yeah. yeah. Dr. Nader Sleep. Yeah. Great guys, done a lot with us, but sometimes you just can't get the right conversation, right? With well, the right no, people. he's like, I mentioned him. He's a unicorn. Like, he's an oral maxillofacial surgeon who's doing everything digitally. Right. Everything digitally. Everybody says they're doing that, but uh, most of it's bullshit. There is a handful of people truly right. doing it well with a referral base, doing all that, and he's one of them, right? I mean, like well, only about ten percent of the market has a scanner, right? Is that what Hunter Dawson told us the other day? I think it's like eight or less, actually. Yeah, Something like nine. Yeah, nine percent. That was what it says. It was nine. It's about to go up drastically with all these lower bit. price scanners, but yeah, yeah it's still really low. For me, this is this is an incredible meeting, DIA, and, and what you've put together. Phenomenal. Yeah, well, so, not just that from the corporate side, right? Like yeah. what no, I don't know. No. Last no, year when I was here, personal. I came. I wasn't as a rep. But that was the thing. I, it was not us and them. It's a more of a network meeting. And there's respect both ways. Where you guys know how it is. Like, we pay for all this shit. And then they, like, avoid us like the play. Right. Right? Because they see that, oh, you, know, you don't have this tag or this color. You're and it's like a second-rate citizen. 100%. I mean, and yet you're the one paying for it. But this, nobody's like that here. It's crazy. It's such a cool So we feeling. just came right from the greater New York, right? <laughs> the, lar the largest dental show in the United States, right? And, you know, you pay a lot of money for these booths and you have this demand, right? Saying, hey, I gave you X thousands of dollars, right? You got to get the doctors the hell over to our booth, right? But I, I don't feel that here. I mean, when you look at the, the actual big meetings, the AO, the AAP, and you go through these lists, a lot of them are missing the boat. I mean, like, really, this is the wave of the future. This is what everybody should be doing. Everyone is going to copy this style of meeting. hundred percent. They should. They yeah. should. Well, if they don't, they're going to be irrelevant because uh, there's a very big uh, academy out there right now. Well, I'm not going to say because who knows going to listen to this, and I don't want anybody to get angry with me. Like two people. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> is it initials? Two initials? Two? One? Could be. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. the point is that last year was abysmal. Yeah. And it's if they don't change, it's they're going to die. Yeah. And, and that's it. And, you know, I think another organization does it really well is Voices of Dentistry. It's a different crowd. Yeah. It's all the podcasters. And, and uh, it's a very good group, but it's a small community group. And I think these mid-sized meetings, because it's commoditized, right? The whole conference industry has been commoditized. That's the thing. Get rich quick is what the whole idea is. Yeah. And our whole motto was like, let's just dump all the money into this and make it a kick-ass experience. No one can ever beat us at that game, right? No. Unfortunately, I'm working. I got all clinician partners. So it's just like they all have their own agendas and clinics and stuff. They don't need to make money off this thing. And so because we put it all in this, you know, people get a real value from the sponsor side to the exhibitor side. I mean, the attendee side. And everybody's happy. And I think Voice of Dentistry, again, is another one that does that where both parties get value. And you have to get But value. you run this like an internet company, guys. It's very flat. When you go to those larger associations and they have these tall hierarchies, they need to make money to keep those – 
keep yeah. to keep that structure in place. So they can't be as nimble. I mean, honestly, you should look at these big societies. They should make it more scientifically based, um, you know, work with the DIA and the ADA and get things done. And they should have cool meetings with companies like yourselves. This is what they should do. They should hire DIA to put on a meeting, put on these regional meetings to get the people engaged again. And then in the big meetings that they put on that really is a corporate type event, right? Say what it is. It's scientifically based. It's this, it's this. And make this more of, you know, the ground roots, right? Where the people are open. They're opening up their kimonos and showing you everything. Hey, this this case failed, man. This yeah. is miserable. I was a jackass for four years. And then I realized X. And this is what changed. I mean, that's the honesty level. And, uh, you know, everybody respects that too, because yeah. we've all had failures no matter what we've done. And anybody at any level of success, and I've got to meet a lot of really successful people in the last few years, they're all very forthcoming with their failures. Like, that's how you actually learn. So you, again, credibility, and how did you overcome that? Because complications, especially in implants, right? Complications is the part we don't like to talk about and the most important thing for them to learn, right? Well, and, and listen, the new wave of speaker is they're relatable. Good point. They don't seem untouchable. They don't seem at this high podium like, oh, well, you know, I can't believe I just I got looked at by the speaker. No, it's just a regular guy or girl up there just keeping it real. You know everything about them from the food they eat, their their spouse and everything because of Instagram. So, again, with all that transparency, people feel more comfortable learning from someone that's just a regular person like them. And they can say, oh, if they can do that, I can do that. Right. And so that's what we've seen a lot of success with. And, and uh, you know, it's going to change. I think the formats will change. We're definitely seeing some people trying to, you know, take some of the ideas and I, I encourage that. I think it'd be make dentistry better to do it that way. But, you know, maybe Shane and I will actually go ahead and commit to doing this all on X conference in uh, 2020 that we keep kicking down the curb, but it'll be something. So let similar. me pose, yeah, we'll see. let me pose a question to you guys. Sure. So when you look at a speaker, an up and coming speaker, a young speaker, or even a seasoned veteran speaker, what advice can, as us being um, absorbers of their content, right. And, and being in different levels, what advice would you give a speaker? Like connect, connect. The biggest thing when people talk about like, how do I get successful in social media? How do I do this? How do I grow this following? Be human, connect. It all happens in the, in the DMS, right? Like it, you yeah. got to message each other, comment on their posts, interact, but be real with your comment. Don't be like great stuff. You know, I mean, it's just, you got to interact and Shane's done a great job. Shane came in and was like, dude, I really want to get into the social media stuff. And he's like, I want to, I want to figure it out. And you've done exactly that. He's tapped in. He's just connected with everybody. And it's such a, there's no ego. There's no ego. So they're not like, here's this little BioHorizons rep talking to me. I'm a neural surgeon in New York. I don't need you. You know, it's not like that at all. It's just like, yo, man, thanks for the love. Appreciate it. And so the more you humanize yourself and just be real and connect with them that way, you'll see that there's just a huge ROI. And you don't have a front desk to deal with anymore either, right? You just go straight to the clinician. So from the rep perspective too, like it's made a big difference. Like I'm crushing. And getting accounts, I mean, significant accounts all over the country but he and branded, you branded yourself his implant mba is his instagram handle and he just branded himself it wasn't like bio horizon rep northeast territory it was just like i'm gonna own this i want to be a part of this community too yeah but you can like it's the only time where it's like you can go knock on doors all day like put a gun to my head right yeah uh i could email you a million times you're probably just gonna delete 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 but for whatever reason, I mean, I could text you and you might not respond, even if I got your number. But if I DM you on Instagram, you respond. What I like to do is this, is this is how I got more followers too. And it's continuing to grow. Like I'll probably have double by the time I leave here is I'm sharing other people's shit. So like podcasts and stuff I like, yeah. I post their stuff because everybody appreciates when you're complimenting them or, and, and I won't do it unless I believe in it, but like, that's it. 
to show off a, if you want to, like Blake stuff, I'll show Blake stuff up. But then Blake has 40,000 followers, shows my stuff up. All of a sudden I've got a thousand followers like that. Right. So it's a, uh, you know, again, altruistically self-serving is a great methodology. Help. I, I believe in win, win, win. Everything, every time I try to sell win, 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 who, I, I don't want it to be, I win, you lose. Screw that. And that's what the thing is for social media. You guys win together. Yeah, I see Brian Balawash running around like a madman. So I'm going to have to With check out, dog. guys. Uh, I thank y'all. I'll let y'all finish up. But let me go and make sure I get uh, put out some fires. So um, you guys looking to hire anybody? <laughs> Asking for a friend. I'm just kidding. I'm Bogan. I'm kidding. Blake, we'd like to hire Blake immediately to run all of our social media. You would fire him so fast. I promise you. But that's only after he implemented all of his ideas. Then we'd fire him. We're smart like that. Yeah. So, all right. We've got some more lectures to see. Who are you most excited to see the rest of the day here? I haven't, I've been so in the main one, I haven't even looked at going to the other ones, but anybody who's talking about the social media and how it's impacting their practice, that's what we're looking for. And looking for people, uh, especially, uh, you know, one of the things that's really important to us are, um, are women and, 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 right? and in dentistry. And, and it's not just about uh, creating a second table for them. No, 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 no. We want them. And with social media, they can be the leaders. They are 50% of the dental students. 51, 51% of the dental okay. students are female. It, it's always made no sense to me. They're just underrepresented for um, a number of different reasons. Like you can't pinpoint just Well, one, they don't but. want to be represented with a pink handle either. A, a hundred That's percent ridiculous. Agree. It's almost an no. insult. To it re- it, like, it yeah. truly is. You deserve to be here too. Like no shit. Right. And, no. and they are going, they are the leaders now. We need to find ways. And you know what? It's not traditionally what what we would see as if I was having you come lecture on something. That's not what they want to talk about. They want to talk about more important things like how do I take care of kids while I'm still trying to practice dentistry, my work-life balance. That's where we as an organization are looking to try to expand that. And so part of why we're here also is to meet a lot of these incredible ladies and figure out ways that we can have them work with us. Yeah. I've always believed in that. Like Again, to to your point, let's not have a separate table for them. No. Like, let's just help elevate them to where they should be already, and, and more representative of the industry itself. Oh, and they're not. Right. They're not. No. You go not to, at all. You go to. We went to the EAO last year, right? The EAO had thirty speakers. I think so. Boys I think club. One was yeah. a woman. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It's crazy. But but they have. But there are things that there are ways that they have to do it. It's not traditionally what a male how they would not do at it. All. Uh, they have. They have things that are important to them. They have challenges. And we as an industry need to acquiesce and figure out how, is that too big of a word? I don't know what that means. Okay. I went to UGA, so that's what <laughs> I have a thesaurus. I'm I'm getting, a thesaurus. Getting, yeah. um, we have to figure out ways to help them. And that's our job. And that is an important part of what we're trying to achieve. Gotcha. Well, guys, I really appreciate it. It's been nice meeting you guys too. Likewise. Absolutely. Uh, I think you guys are, are <laughs> very forward thinking over a lot of your competitors in the industry by being here. I'll be, uh, you know, spying in from, from the side here, trying to see what you guys are doing, because honestly, I've been very impressed over the years with your education. So keep doing what you're doing because it ends up helping all And you us, have so. two, new, two new followers here, man. So oh, I appreciate there you that. Go. Right? If I could figure out how to use the damn thing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Follow. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Guys, thanks again. Hey, take uh, care. We'll catch you guys next time on the All In Podcast. All right. Thank thanks. you. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.